Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with Jeff Betton of Misra Records and Wild Kindness. If you're one of the people who listened to that episode, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Now today on the show, we got my friends Carolyn and Heather from the band Dinosaur. And for those of you who don't know them or their band, Dinosaur is a indie dark popish type band. They they transcend multiple genres. We'll get into it in the conversation, but they're a really good band and I sat down and talked to them about you know, the history of their band, their histories as musicians, and kind of an over an overarching theme of, you know, putting your energy into the things that matter most. It was a really good, relaxed, positive talk. I think you're really going to like it. And yeah, let's just uh get on get into it, you know. I don't need to say much more. So okay. How about we do it? Sit back relax and let's start the motherfucking beat We'll get back into it. So we were talking about Brand New and how they have the zines with their lyrics. And then you had mentioned about wanting to do a zine for the dinosaur stuff, right? Because those lyrics are spiritual. You mentioned that was a word I heard. Yeah. And that you don't hear it a lot because of the music and things like that. So you're saying a lot of the focus on dinosaur is around the lyrics and things like that. So let's start the conversation yeah. there. Like what is dinosaur all about? How did it get started? And oh wow, all that jazz. Okay. And we'll go from right there. Um, yeah. This is dive right let's in. Let's go how it got started. And then maybe okay. like you could talk about your mission statement. Okay. And stuff. Do you want to start? Oh yeah. We can start. Um, yeah. So like dinosaur, it got started. Like last March or April, and it just was Carolyn and I kind of farting around because I was in a bunch of different bands. I was, you know, doing roulette waves, and that was actually breaking up. It's been trying to break up for like a year, but then I was like, this is gonna stop. And I was in Dream Throne too, and that was kind of like ending too because of, you know, just we were all in different bands, so that wasn't working as well. Um, and then I had all these other songs that were kind of acoustic and I call them like Donnie songs cause they're like nineties, like they're totally not like real waves and they were like dream pop, um, dream, dream phone. Dream phone. And then <laughs> that's hard to say. And then, um, so I was just jamming with Carolyn and she, she can sing and play piano and she's been a violinist too. And we were just, you know, writing and... Um, and Heather never seen this side of me. We actually... I would never sing in front of yeah, her. It was I was just oh, like really? so nervous. Yeah. yeah. She just made me nervous because she's a beautiful songwriter. <laughs> and I just... One day... It, it was, was actually, weird. It was like, you're like a kid. You didn't like... <laughs> How long did you two know each other prior to you like um, opening up to singing? Probably about a year and a half. <laughs> oh, wow. It's pretty yeah. long. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I just, you know, I was trying to get her to sing and she just wouldn't and then one day like she needed um backup she was doing a duet set with Derek from roulette waves for this show it was like last new year's new year's day yeah and um i we were just sitting on the couch and i was doing i just started singing a melody and she's like sing that louder and then we just came up with some a song so yeah and and that was kind of like Derek was jamming with me from roulette waves because we were just trying to like do something else for a bit because we weren't sure what was happening and um, he really wanted to play in a loud band. He wanted he didn't want to do like lighter stuff. Um, so Carolyn kind of fit in, and then 
we just were jamming and we really just started writing songs, I guess, because I, I realized it was going to be a thing, but I didn't realize it was going to be this kind of thing. Um, and Cassie from Run Forever, but she, that band's not a band anymore. She, you know, we've been talking to like with each other back and forth for like a while just about playing with each other, but also playing shows and stuff. And she asked me if I would like to play this show at Black Forge. Um, and that was actually our first show. Uh, what, yeah. April like twenty sixth or something 20. like that. Oops, we should know that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like on the internet somewhere. It's like on Facebook. I so was, this was like at this time was dinosaur in quotes dinosaur or was this like an unformed so, project? So what kinda, happened yeah. is Heather Heather was going away on the weekends and um, this was after my brother got in a horrible car accident mm. last year and it kind of brought like our family together and everything. We we got through. He was in a coma for uh, almost a month. Um, and that was back in February and this, this band formed probably around like April, beginning of April. And what happened was Heather was away for the weekend and my brother, we went to the hospital and we came back and I showed him a song that Heather and I were, were jamming on and he picked up a guitar. He's been playing guitar for years. This is Steve. Who's Steve, in the, my brother. He's in Dinosaur. Yeah. Okay. And, um, Not the one in the coma. That's rich. <laughs> yeah. Heather's acoustic guitar was there and I was playing my keyboard and showing him the song and he's picked up a the guitar and started, you know, playing and putting some leads on it. And it was just so beautiful. So I recorded, I said, hold on, I'm sending this to Heather. And then Heather <laughs> and You were back. singing my parts. And I was like, I thought you were starting a new band without me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, that's my song. <laughs> Sing it. And, I'm just <laughs> and um, so Heather, right. Heather's response back was, what is he doing tomorrow? <laughs> let's, let's jam and see what we can make. So... Cool. Yeah, so our first show was like a three piece because we were, we weren't sure because it was all like acoustic and quiet. And then when we realized we were writing kind of like eighty ish vibe songs, like with Carolyn synth, that's when we were like, okay, we, maybe we should look into like a drum machine. And then we ended up. I asked my buddy from high school, Aiden Angle, um, to play drums. Who was actually the first drummer in Roulette Waves. And he really enjoyed it. And he's a very spiritual person too, so it kind of fit. But he's like almost such a free bird hippie guy that he's like, I might like peace out. <laughs> like he's making a van right now, like one of those vans that you can live in. Yeah. So he's kind of like a floater. And so, you know, he got us on our feet, you know, writing some of the drum drum stuff for Glenn, who's now in the band now, um, for a couple of the songs. And we did a small like little live EP, I guess, with Augustus, who was in Roulette Waves, too. Everyone was in Roulette Waves. And um, he was the first guitar player. And so Aiden played drums for a little bit in the band, and I've known him since we were in third grade, and that really worked out. But um, And then Aiden decided that he he was in school, and he was in another band, too, and it was just too much for him. Yeah. So And, then, and so um, we needed a drummer, and... I had I had a coworker at work that was going through some life changes and he was looking for something to kind of, you know, distract him so they can get through it. And um and he happened to be a drummer. And it was crazy because whenever we first started the band, we were looking for a drummer. I mentioned it to him, but he just he didn't have the time to do it at that at that moment. Yeah. So, you know, the stars aligned and all that happened. I yeah. asked if he wanted to come to jam and it was he and picked he was, up on it. He was so good. Yeah. yeah, like one of the best drummers I've ever played with. And like his style is just like he doesn't just smash. He plays an electric kit, and yeah. he he knows like the whole like hip hop kind of vibe stuff, and the eighty synth, and mm -hmm. like the just bold drumming, and plays like cool beats too, like the pop beats and stuff. Yeah, he kind of like it's like almost like his drum beats kind of dance around. You He's know, dancing music. about <laughs> it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's Carolyn and I and her brother Steve, and then Glenn is the drummer. So there's four of us. There's no bass player. Um, but there's do you two. make up for like that low end with some of the synth stuff? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. I, I listened to the EP back when we were all originally gonna get together. Yeah, and I really, really liked it. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't know like what to expect from listening to it. I had yeah. no idea what kind of music I was getting into, but I really, really enjoyed it. I hadn't heard anything like that in a while. Um, yeah. it was a really, it, it, not, it was, it still is, it still exists. <laughs> You're still a band. It's a really interesting blend of yeah things that not a lot of people are, 
doing. Yeah, and that's why I'm like so proud of this project because um in this band because you know, people know me from like Rula Waves and being like this Courtney Love person without the skirt and stuff. Yeah. But um <laughs> I just like I grew up like on emo music. I grew up with um like hip hop, the whole nineties hip hop. And I've been recently really dabbling into like the eighties synth and then in I Love New Order and The Cure and all these different bands that's like a whole different side of me and Interpol and all that new wave stuff. And um I just it's it's just really cool to write music like this and not just be loud and stuff like that. And I I people just didn't realize that that it was a part of me and a part of us. And and sometimes when we play shows, I just don't understand. Oh, people don't, I feel like they don't understand it yet. I feel like we're kind of, people say like maybe people that, you know, that are coming out to see your new project for the first time that know you from other things. Yeah. That and, and people in, or just in people in general, people in general, in Pittsburgh, they just, yeah. you yeah. know, it's like, I feel like it's going to take a little bit of time because this is, I don't know. We've had people come up to us and like, we thought you were from a different city. Like yeah, this is not was, usually what oh, we, to, yeah. yeah. That's the biggest thing we get after our shows, especially at Mr. Smalls. We had people come up and say, you guys are from Pittsburgh. Like they just didn't believe they said, where are you guys from? Like, it's just like, I don't know. Was, you know, Pittsburgh just doesn't really have that kind of music right now. You know? That, and there's a big problem with just people in general, not going to shows or yeah. being a part of, you know, the local the, community and they don't, realize that there are really really talented bands doing stuff yeah it's it's kind of frustrating but um i don't know i think that's just everyone kind of putting down their egos and really just enjoying other people's music true and i think another problem too is that you know as we're all going through time and getting older we all have other responsibilities yeah. and like what we want to do with our free time yeah you know it's it becomes more valuable and i don't know a ton of people when they're like mid to late 20s that are like oh i have a free night yeah in general <laughs> yeah but then when they have that free night like oh i'm gonna go check out some local art yeah right it's not really a thing that people yeah say which well you hopefully know, we I'm can like, change that, that. that's yeah. some bs but you know, it's easy for me to say that because I'm involved in all of this. So yeah. I'm always trying to be a part of it. Just like the general person who isn't necessarily an artist though. Yeah. Right. And it's, there's like so many shows all the time and it's so hard to get, like there's been nights where I literally was at three different shows, you know yeah. what I mean? Just trying to like, and it's always happening on the same night that all of your friends are playing shows. Well, like, well, yeah, it becomes a problem because all your friends want to be in four different bands. Yeah. yeah. So we're all oversaturating our own market and making things more complicated. Yeah, I think that's a big thing you brought up because I was kind of like that. And there were so many people that just wanted to play with me or like I, you know, I've been in just many different projects that I really like. I don't know. I just want to be in two things and, and it to be two different things completely. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, I've had people in my own band where it's like you're not none of this is working because you're just in all these bands and you don't know what to do or why you're doing it, <laughs> like why you're in bands. You know what I mean? Maybe. I, I some people just want to play with everybody, but that's some people. I don't know. I'm sure everybody has different reasons. You yeah. know, a lot of people have a hard time saying no. Yeah. Um, a lot of people just like being involved in a ton of different things. You know, they are very, they're genuinely passionate. You know, they care about all of these things. But again, I, this is a thing I bring up a lot, you know, as a human being, you have 100%. You don't have any more, you have 100%. And Mm -hmm. the more things that you try to do, you divide that 100% up. Yeah. And, you know, if you, but if you want something to really, really work, you have to give as much as Close to that 100% as you possibly can. Yeah. And the more things you throw. what you really want to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. And the more things you throw into it, the more you're actually like hindering your ability to make the things you really want to happen. Yeah. yeah. I have this, like this one quote. I don't even know who said it, but it was like, it was actually my workout mentor. <laughs> and like, uh, <laughs> and undergrad. And he's like, when you focus on everything, you focus on nothing. Like there's just, there's no, the energy is so divided you know, the energy yeah. you want to put into something. 
and we with with Dinosaur in the beginning, I was very pushy because I was just like leaving Rilla Waves and leaving, you know, Dreamphone and stuff. I was like, I have to do something, I have to do something. And the more I forced it, the more it was like annoying everybody and annoying myself. You just can't do that. And I've kind of like really this is the first band where I wasn't like, we need to do this, this and this. This band I've just kind of like backed off a little bit and it actually let is it flow more yeah. than me kind of like trying to push people and we've had like I played the biggest show ever you know playing at Mr. Small's opening for She Wants Revenge that I think that was the biggest show right. that I've ever played and I feel, sometimes like we're not even trying and this is happening and I feel like <laughs> it's because well, I'm not trying to keep up with anyone else because I did that so in other bands you know just kind of letting it flow and, and just reaching out to the people who like like our vision statement our mission statement we actually have a mission statement that we read before each show just to show what our intention is for this music and what we want to put out you know it's all about like living your truth and that's kind of the message we're trying to stay in ourselves but also just with with our music and our lyrics um because that conversation we just had is kind of part of it too mm -hmm. you know just people what are you what are you doing like with your life and what do you really want to do and how you can't do everything you know yeah. what I mean so I think that you know also as you kind of go through the motions and you're in projects that don't work out you kind of obtain this knowledge of like what did I do wrong or what kind of happened that I could easily avoid mm -hmm, right. with the next thing. And unfortunately, you know, sometimes it just takes time to really kind of work through it and yeah. find out what works best for you and learn yeah. how to find the people that you work best with, like yeah. what kinds of people you want to, you know, create art with and make, be productive with. Cause it takes a certain, like everybody has to be on the same, same uh, wavelength yeah. or else it's just, and once a problem, absolutely. And once you realize what that wavelength is, and you're putting that energy out there, you're going to attract those type of yeah. people that you want in your life uh -huh. to make that music with. So I feel like that's kind of where we've been on, kind of like an awakening, a spiritual awakening, this past couple of years. Yeah. And I feel like we're putting that energy out there, and it's gravitating to us. You know, yeah. And with, the oh, sorry, no, you go. And like with things working or not working, um, that whole idea, like. There's a couple different, like, does it work for yourself? Does it work for what you want people to see you as? Does it work? Mm -hmm. And it's successful. Like, I'm a good band doing this. People are coming to my shows. I'm getting paid or whatever. And I think that was those ideas, those external ideas that I had with my other projects of, like, not getting good shows or, you know, people not coming to shows. All that external or, like, are people going to like this song? What are they going to think? That is like all out the window. I don't even think like that in dinosaur anymore. Right, because when you have expectations and you know you kind of you're you're already paving your way, but if it doesn't go that way, you're kind of forcing. If it. you're just doing something like truthfully and you love the sounds you're doing and you love what you're doing and everyone's like vibing and our band pretty much vibes, it's just it's going to work and people are, that need to hear your stuff are going to be there, you know. And it it just works. I don't know. Right. I now, think, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> even if this is my mom coming here. <laughs> now, had had you been in a project prior to this? Never. Uh -uh. I've never been in a band. I never really like wrote songs or anything like that. I usually I'm like a trained musician. I you know played instruments my whole life, classical mainly, and just you know stuff in band and chorus and. But no, I was never in a band. I always wanted to be and, you know, <laughs> dreamt about it. But I just, yeah, I never did. And Even maybe writing songs on your own or anything like that? I never really did. Like I would I would have melodies in my head, stuff that I would sing. Um, and I would play some stuff on the keyboard, but I never actually would like sit down and write the songs. I just never believed in myself to do that. So, um, yeah, I never, this is my first, first rodeo. <laughs> she, she would like... Like playing in all these bands, she would come to my shows like every show. And now that I know what she can do and like how we're writing music, it's just crazy that that whole year she was just like supporting Hanging me. Out. Yeah, and it's like, okay, I'm not here. Here's her chance. Well, it, it kind of ignited something in me because I would go to these shows. I'm like, man, I just like, I, I could feel the fire. And I just, 
I didn't have the confidence. And then Heather kind of pulled it out of me, out of me. I give her a lot of credit, you know, just I could see that she could sense something. So, yeah, it was uh, definitely ignited something because I haven't been to shows. I used to go to shows, you know, local shows when I was in high school and I got away from that. Um, and it was good to get back into it whenever I met Heather. Mm-hmm. Did you both grow up in around Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm from... Baldwin, actually, I graduated with Anna Hale and Swamp Walk. Yeah. We were actually in a band together, all female band in high school for like a couple months. <clears throat> it's called Sweeter Than You. And it's a good name. Yeah, yeah it was really, really, it was cute. a, I played drums in it. It was, it was a, such a fun time. And I'm so happy that she's doing really well and doing what, doing her music because it's amazing. But, um, yeah, I, li- I was from Baldwin. I was, well, I grew up in Penn Hills until I was five and then moved to Baldwin. And I always lived in West Mifflin. I grew up there. Um, and I stayed there, too, until I was, what, a couple years ago. And I finally moved out and moved to Lawrenceville. Okay. <laughs> My life changed. Yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you weren't like, super, super far away. No, I wasn't far from Heather, but we didn't know each other. Until. Yeah. Like, I'm 26 now. I met her when I was 24, and she was 32, and now she's 34. Yeah. Oh, my cool? God. Oops. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm angels now. <laughs> yeah, we met each other about... More like two and a half years ago, or yeah, about two years ago, two, a little bit more. Two and a half. And uh, she um, <clears throat> was my client because I do like physical work, and she was in like a ten year unit. Uh, is it ten year <laughs> a relationship and like engaged for four, and then with a man? And <laughs> <laughs> don't get too personal. And uh, now she's like my partner, and this has been cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally. Now going back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Going into um, back into dinosaur, kind of the uh, outside of the musical representation of the band, uh, the visual representation of the mm-hmm. band is that something that you've had a lot of time to think about? Something you plan on developing? Because I understand that. I mean, this is a really really young project. The band's not even a year old yet mm-hmm. at this point yet. So I haven't had the opportunity to see you live yet, which is a bummer because. I would yeah. like to. Yeah. When's the next show? Well, let's um, talk about Oh, that. the next show. Our next show is January 26th at Spirit. Yeah, with the Talkers and the Mantiques. We haven't played with those two bands yet. And then we were playing in March to... February 7th. February 13th or 17th. Um, at Snowball James. at the James Street with a bunch of local bands. I think what they call, they're calling it like the Big Chill now or something. It's a, it's like that rant thing, <laughs> okay. you know, like with uh, yeah. the, it, it's kind of like a festival, not like Deutschtown or anything, but we're we're gonna do that, but hopefully we can get out too. I want us because one thing that I think every local band has, should do, and what I did not do, and why I was going crazy, is we didn't we never toured, we never went out, and I want us to do that at least once a month because I just think that's so important for your band and just to experience other music scenes and play your music out and meet other artists and musicians. But, um, yeah, we, we don't have that many shows like, and the whole visual thing right now I'm new at this, but I got our logo on a projector. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty, yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) So we have a logo on the projector we did play a show for um, like the day before Thanksgiving with Red Fishbowl. Uh, Chris set up that show with Donnie from Well Kindness, and we played that show. And we played um, the Land Before Time, uh, the movie <laughs> behind us, yeah, yeah, behind us, and that was really cool. Um, but that was obviously not our projector stuff. But yeah, yeah, I think that there's probably a lot of opportunity with the style of music yeah. that you're playing to have like a super cool visual experience that ties yeah. in with the music. Not every band can do that. We yeah. definitely want um, to get crystals and put lights through them because we're into crystals like too rocks, and the yeah. energy healing properties of them and just how beautiful they are. So we're trying to, we're playing around with ideas like that. Um, yeah, we want to make it an experience. Totally. Um, because I feel like our music, I mean, we don't, we're not, we don't move around a lot. We just want a lot of 
cool visuals, things that get people thinking yeah. about, you know, stuff. And yeah, it's very, it's not like droney, but the way we play is definitely like not in your face. It's more of like a beach house kind of like Interpol idea happening and, and there's electric kit. I think Steve moves around a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we move around, but, you know, it's not really like a performance from us, you know. It's yeah. more it's more about the the music, the, yeah. the intricacy, and, and just really Radio delivering head, our message yeah. and, you know. You think of, like, if you see, like, a like a harder band, like, you know, at some basement show somewhere and everybody's kind of like really into it, yeah. you know, if that band had a projector, you'd be like, what the hell is yeah. this? Yeah. This makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, you know, if you have this really like, like, cause like the music, it like, it has, a, there's like a landscape mm-hmm. to the songs that you're writing yeah. and it really like puts you on a journey. Yeah. Right? We w- so if you could have this full, like immersive live experience it's gonna like take it to the next level and that's that's why i i we want to do that um and we're working on those kind of things because some of our like some people have said we're like cinematic and just Mm -hmm. like those kind of definitions of what they feel with us we're just nervous because we don't want to separate ourselves from like the local scene too much because truthfully there's there's not a projector at Roboto. Not that I know of. I think there could be. There's just a, like a lot of venues that like we get offered shows at City Grows all the time and other house shows, you know, and yeah. we just don't want to be like, it's you know, it's because I want that to be part of it. But we can always figure out. Well, we can figure way. it out and make our own. You yeah. know, it's, like. I, I, Kind of, we seen we seen a band a few months ago, The Sun in the Soil, and oh they were amazing. Well, we, their their yeah. visuals were amazing. We got to play with that band. Yeah, that was like one. Of, that was our first. Our that second was our show. Our, was our second with show. With our yeah. full drummer. Yeah, yeah. That was that band. Just like if you ever get a chance, check them out. They're The Sun in the Soil. Some of their earlier stuff's a little more acoustic and folky, but they just they were like they had these visuals and they had vocal pedals and all this really cool stuff. It yeah. was just like, inspiration. My mind was blown. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, you were, were you there? Mm-mm. No, no. I, Cause that was a city girls. And I remember, that was a roulette wave show. Okay. Cause Derek Zanetti was there. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, going back to the visuals, whenever I perform with Sykes and a new violence, mm-hmm. um, I have a projector and like a whole thing set up like that we bring to shows. Yeah. But not to every show because yeah. some like you know sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah. Like you know we played at Mister Small's and we brought it yeah. and it was great. You know there yeah. was a lot of space. It wasn't in anybody's way. Did Fine. you bring your own projector too? Mm-hmm. Okay, because when we did play at Mister Small's, they didn't have one. So I guess we're gonna have to get one. Yeah, you can yeah. get one. They're not. Do they hang it or like do you put it? I on? have a short throw projector. Okay. So what that is is it actually it sits on the floor. Okay. And you could put it like three feet away from a wall, and it takes up the whole wall. It shoots oh, up on one. an mm-hmm. angle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds. We, can, we can get into nerdy projector talk <laughs> yeah. and yeah. things like that. I don't. May, maybe somebody would be interested in that. Yeah. For the recording, but we'll, we'll yeah. skip it. We don't want to give out all the secrets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, the funny thing about having all that stuff though is that it's just more crap to bring with you. Yeah. Luckily, you don't have a full drum kit. You're using like an electronic drum kit. Mm-hmm. So I know that's a little bit more compact than other things. Yeah. And it just kind of becomes a situation where if you are going out of town to play shows and you don't necessarily have a trailer and you're trying to like squeeze stuff into a vehicle or a couple vehicles and yeah. then it's like, oh crap, now we have all this projector and this, all this crap to bring to, but yeah. it's worth it once you get it set up. Especially when it becomes a part of your band. It's like a member, you know, it's like yeah. their job to play. We just recently played this show, it was our EP release and this band, Shauna Falana, amazing uh they were two-piece and they had a backtracking too which was another whole thing we discovered within the last month of the professional level of backtracking and click tracks during and so we're we're like playing around with some of those ideas but she had um that where that band had a projector and it was just it was like shoegaze and it worked for them it was a loud band but it's shoegaze but there's synth driving and there was like just the you know DNA spiraling and all this cool stuff. What's super cool if you 
start having your drummer play to a click track, mm-hmm. you can actually sync the click track with your visuals a yeah. lot yeah, easier and then start having like all the stuff that's like timed. Yeah. That's, that's what we were talking about. Something something like and that's that. That's when it becomes like we're not just jamming here. This is like profesh, you know, and yeah, professional. It, it, it's you know, it's hopefully. still like jamming you're still vibing but it's like you're vibing with technology you gotta think about things in a different way yeah it becomes an issue because that's how everything's set up for the psych shows you know your drummers yeah we have like the click track locked in it's synced with the projector everything's like wow communicating yeah but you know there's shows where it's like man i wish that we could really just like ride on this one beat for like an extra minute, extend yeah. it out, you know, hype the crowd mm-hmm. a bit, but you can't do that. Yeah, you're You know, like you can't change the feel of the songs live. Like if you get into that yeah. territory, it's like these songs are locked in place. Yeah. This is them. This is how we're doing it. Yeah. And you just press a pad for it to start like or something like that. Like yeah, a- I control all of that stuff. You could set that up different ways. Okay. Because um, when I play, I have like a this – I have this pad and like another vocal effect pad and things. And I actually, so since I have all that stuff, I control when the video starts and yeah. everything mm. from wow. my end. And I, I just let the drummer just play and he and just has the click track. There's a couple, you know, you can, when you, you have that ground to like say stuff with whatever you want to the audience before you click the next yeah. song and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's like your improvised kind of section, but everything else is. Psh, yeah. I yeah. try not to talk too much in yeah. between songs. That's I feel insane. like. It's hard. It um, I'm pretty good with it when it comes to psych shows mm-hmm. because it's since it's like this more like of a visual thing. Yeah, I can be like this kind of like brooding, mysterious person and not talk too much. Yeah, <laughs> but when I'm doing Greywalker, which is my metal band, yeah, um, sometimes I just like get like extra sassy in yeah. between songs, and yeah. I'm like being a smartass. Yeah, but I feel like I'm like that could sometimes like break the wall yeah. of like performance to like, like you want to connect with yeah. the audience but you don't want to be all like yeah too much of a depends on a, what a you're dummy. going for. i don't know i don't yeah. know why i think there's just something that like because i really really like heavy metal like yeah. i love it but like playing it and like yelling and stuff it's like i can't take it seriously anymore yeah. so i just like get extremely in these goofy moods it's just yeah. like look at me i'm like a 31 year old <laughs> dude just yelling on stage yeah. with like my best friends like this is awesome yeah so i right. just get in a silly mood and yeah then, but i feel like you know maybe to some people that don't know who we are like who is this goofball yeah I should be all big and tough. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's some bands that I think, you know, depending on what you're doing and um, some bands, like it's like the front people or, you know, some bands can talk and it works out and they say everything and everyone's laughing and some are, are just like, it's kind of awkward and I don't know. I've seen both. I guess it yeah, depends on the person. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> My drummer's really good at just cutting me off and just starting Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. The other thing, too, is, like, sometimes I'll be like, you were talking forever. It's like, I feel like that was 10 seconds. Or, like, yeah. it was, like, five minutes. I'm like, yeah. no way. Time goes when you talk. You don't even realize. <laughs> yeah. We don't really – we don't talk too much. No, we I don't. I never want, like, to – just to thank you, you know, like, acknowledging the this normal show. Stuff. And, you know, but if there is something I want to say, we we can't. We can work into that. But it has to be the right thing, and it has to come out, like – not you just said you have like the yeah. mission statement. And yeah, stuff before you that's play. how we kind of introduce ourselves, and then yeah. So I like scripts. <laughs> yeah. So. No. Just don't be one of those bands, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna say this now. <laughs> I've had a lot of friends and a lot of cool bands. So like we're gonna get into this visual thing. Yeah. And they put it together, and it is awesome. And I'm yeah. like. Hell yeah, friends. Way to go. Yeah. And then they do it for like two shows and they're like, eh, it's too much. I'm going yeah, like to do it up. anymore. So yeah. if you do it, stick with it or I else know. I'm going to I'm gonna yell know. at you. <laughs> I do have Definitely. like a – I don't give up or anything, but I do have this like, is this really worth it kind of thing? But I, I don't know. I really want to do music and I want to do more of it and I want it to be a big part of my life and I'm willing to – because I don't – I have my own business and I li- literally like live on that. And I would like to kind of start getting paid for music and taking it to the next level. And if that's what it takes and that's what I'm doing with all my time, because most of my time when I have free time is really just listening to the music or figuring out how to do things. And it's, I do it effortlessly, effortlessly, you know, it just comes. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to study anatomy anymore. Yeah, so what what do you do outside of being a musician? I mean, I don't let's let's get to know uh, you two a little better. Outside well, of that music stuff. You want to go first? Yeah, I mean, I'll make it quick, I think. And I just You're not quick. <laughs> I was like very well, I was like an athlete growing up and everything. So, and I played soccer in college, so I I just kind of went with the physical wellness and stuff like that okay. as my major. So I went to Mercier's in Erie PA. I lived in Erie for like four years, which was pretty rough. Um, and then I went to grad school at Pitt for exercise physiology and I didn't want to work for UPMC. I didn't want to work for these systems. I did work for like some of these like YMCA's and JCC's and, and saw that whole thing. And I worked for a private studio too. But now I just kind of do my own thing and I try to just live my live my truth because I don't want to work for any system, even though I'm slightly poor. Not like slightly poor, but, you know, I just work client to client. You could be making more money doing the same things that you're doing now, for the, but for, the for, system. for, the, for the, the system. Like, you know, and... Totally. Yeah. So I just, I decide not to do that. And I, um, yeah, I just, I do muscular rehab on people. I do like personal training. I do wellness coaching. Some of it kind of turns into like therapy, like psychological therapy, um, just with behaviors and just trying to weed through why people are, um, self destructing. Cause some, you know, I've got old clients from someone having MS to, you know, an athlete going to college, you know, um, a lot of like knee replacements and shoulder replacements. So I work with a large population of people and that's what I do. That's all I do. And I try to, you know, make music an income source, but we, it's more for the band, but eventually I would really like that to be part of like how I live, you know, and, um, that's really hard. And, it's just, you know, I, I feel horrible being like a local band and being like, are we going to get paid for the show? But like, there's just so much work into it. And when, when is that day really going to come? You know, how, where's the, where's the line where like we should be getting paid and we shouldn't, you know? I think that if you want to make money as a local musician, yeah. you need to start doing more things for yourself. Yeah. Because basically there's just, there's a lot of you know, middle people that kind of get in the way of things, Mm -hmm. you know, where if you're playing a show for another promoter, you know, that promoter is paying uh, the venue, that promoter Mm -hmm. is doing whatever they want with the profit, whether that's splitting it amongst the bands or giving some to like the majority of it to like a touring band or the headlining band, which maybe, you know, keeping a little bit for themselves for their work if they do do that. Or a lot, which. Yeah. So, that happens and sure. I'm starting to see this totally. and I'm getting pissed. <laughs> so, so, but what you could do, especially if you become this band where you have this huge visual thing where, you know, it would make more sense for you to be the headlining band, Yeah, you know, become, you know how to, you could book a show, mm-hmm. even if yeah. you've never done it. It's not hard. You've played enough, you know, yeah. book your own show, set up the venue. You be the headlining band, you know, you find some other bands underneath you to play, yeah. you know, and then you're able to put money into yeah. the band, you could pay your friends a little bit. There isn't some schemey promoter walking away mm-hmm. yeah. with extra money. Yeah. And then other thing too is just like merch. Merch, yeah. merch, merch. Yeah. We need t shirts. Make cool merch yeah. and your cool friends will buy your cool merch. Yeah. <laughs> and you can keep the band sustained. Yeah. And and it's yeah, that's kind of all we want to do here, you know. It's like I just, you know, I just want to pay back you know, the recordings and like payback people that are like, you know, just for stickers and stuff like that. That's just like, you, it's really hard um, to live because we, we put a lot of row money into mm-hmm. these things already, but you know. That's how it always is. Yeah, in yeah, the that's beginning. fine. But if you remain just diligent and think of creative ways to make money, there's nothing wrong with a band making money or a musician making money. The problem is that a lot of people just don't understand what goes into it. That's a career too in some way. It's like, you know, until I could pay my bill too, you know, because that's the talent that we're given. And like, you know, it's like, so like these CDs, right? Like if you have this at a show, are you selling these at a show? 
Yeah. How much do you sell your CDs for at a show? Well, that only has three songs on it, so we, we sell that for five. Okay, yeah, so five bucks, right? So mm-hmm. you got to figure, you know, how many of these did you make? We made maybe over a hundred, like handmade. I mean, yeah, and hours. Then, like, <laughs> the money, the money and time that it costs to make these, yeah. plus the money and time to record it, yeah. And you know, and you divide all that up per unit, yeah. You know, yeah. is it five dollars or is it more? If you were to do all that math, probably it should be more. But you know, yeah. but but, that, but I mean, that's the thing. It's like you know, you still don't want you want to give the yeah. Your consumer or your friend or right. the fan a fair price on yeah. something, but you know I think a lot of people that are that haven't been behind the curtain of needing to like manufacture something or produce a you know all the time and money it goes into it they don't know you know how much this really costs yeah. and how much it is really worth yeah and mm-hmm. it's a a bummer but if you can get people to understand that yeah then. You know, right. maybe they'll be a little bit more like willing to be like, hey, you know, here. Yeah. Here's five dollars for a CD. I mean, it's like you just spent seven dollars at Starbucks on something yeah. that you're gonna piss out in three hours. Yeah. Like yeah. you can have this with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> but people don't think like that. Yeah. At least not enough people. Yeah. That's very I just true. think I think we just need to connect with people that aren't just our friends because the truth is like how many how much money am I going to put into all my friends and all their music and and like it or really sometimes don't like it I just think that Pittsburgh as a whole needs to you know if there's a way we can communicate with like the local radios and and the people that aren't musicians to come out to shows that's I mean, the that's, biggest key yeah and we we've actually done a really good job with that our crowds are a little older I you know just because of our our parents and coworkers and stuff like that, but none of them are musicians and they truly are like there because they want to see music, not because they have to be there. Yeah. <laughs> so right. you know. I think another thing too that you know could help is like if you're able to craft a project that I don't want to say is more like mature because I don't want to like belittle other things but yeah. if you can like do a project that allows you to get outside of playing only DIY spaces yeah. then there's going to be a lot more opportunity to you know thrive as a band yeah, yeah. because been, not every band can do that yeah you know, right. not every band can like fit into a bill at like club cafe we'll yeah. just say but you could do like a headlining yeah. gig for yourselves at club cafe mm-hmm. And you know, make a cool event out of it, which yeah. you should do at some point. Yeah, in time. That, that's actually good idea. Yeah, yeah. We do want to like connect even with other like collaborators in 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 the wellness and spiritual realms too. Like make this more than well music and kind of like an an idea, you know, surrounding it. You know how like some places have food trucks out or something like that, or it's a, for oh, a benefit. Totally. But just something more yoga esque, or like you know that people get, you know. I don't know, just some ideas like everyone comes in the door and they get like a tarot card and they there's some like some meaning behind the show. You know, you're not just there to be on your phone maybe and like listen to the band if you want to hear it. You know, it's like more of that's yeah. a way honestly to get more people that aren't musicians mm-hmm. or familiar with the scene into it, you know, is a way if you're able to bring different elements of stuff together like yeah. with gray walker we did that brutal beer fest thing where we mm-hmm. had like the, the bands collaborated with the breweries and yeah. they made beer and so it was like a cool like different really cool. thing and it, there was yeah. a bunch of people that came just because they were like oh we're into the local craft beer scene we don't yeah. know much about local music and it's like well Here it is. here's a bunch of local <laughs> yeah. heavy metal enjoy yeah right and just Things like that. Yeah. There's um or I know there's a lot of people doing stuff with like kind of like artists collaborating That's with musicians. Like say. a lot of the Red Fishbowl yeah. stuff. Yeah. We've been doing a lot of Red Fishbowl stuff. So he's yeah. been really yeah, helping Chris us get great. some new fans. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, I think that's a cool thing. And I think it can even expand into like like making events out of local like craft makers or like you know, maybe I think I might want to look into like the Ace Hotel and and, and see, look into that kind of. I mean, ultimately, this is like my dream is to. We talked about this is to get like actually like a play music and have like a dance team choreograph like. Oh, that would be like, so tight! You know, like yeah. a like a whole kind of like 
you know, because I love that's getting visual. Spilling yeah. the beans. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Well, maybe somebody that's part of a dance team will hear this and be yeah. like, "Yes, dancers, let's, unite." <laughs> let's reach out to dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, I definitely like when I, I, I just I see more than the standard show of you know someone sitting there drinking beer standing like you know or make you know right make it more more visual more emotional you know yeah. something that people can it's like an experience not yeah. just our visual stuff behind us but you know but have something else going on you want to and you want to give like people a reason to come back yeah. people Absolutely. are really like something like oh you gotta see this band this was like i've never seen anything like it yeah and then, we really want to touch people. We want to, yeah. you know, make them feel something, you know, something that they haven't felt maybe in a long time or have never felt. Yeah. Not sure what that is. You know, everybody's different, but, you know, just hoping to to really just move people. Well, like I said, you know, the band's young yeah. still, yeah. so you're getting things, you know, the ball's rolling. Just keep, yeah. keep going with keep the positive going. vibes and the productivity. So this is a three-song EP here. Yes dimension and what's next as far as he's still like writing you let me rephrase that question are you writing continuously do you have more material i'm assuming if you're playing shows you probably have more material than this yes we do we have we have about six or seven more songs yeah um waiting to record those and we are we're gonna start writing again which has been a really busy few months for us yeah we're kind of like um, like we did that because we wanted to shop around for labels and, and Matt Ferry did an amazing job recording. It's I just amazing. I, just, I love how many friends of the podcast are being brought up. Like yeah. every time you mention somebody, I'm like, yeah, they've sat on that couch. I'm, <laughs> I'm really, because we did a click track to that and I was like, oh boy. And it just, I don't know. I just think he did an amazing job, but we do have like, six more songs ish and we do we did get an opportunity from wild kindness to record with them um and i would like to do an ep with them you know whenever they're ready because they kind of do this thing where um they did the beer thing for a little bit the toasted sessions yeah and they're trying to get the funds to back the bands a couple of our friends on there like honey and uh another band good sport he's amazing you should check him out. I think you would we'll really check like it, him. Yeah, check them all out. Um, but we're waiting for that to happen. And now we're kind of like, we don't want this EP to just go away because it's. I think it's really good and we want to push it a little bit. So we're actually in conversations with, I, I guess this is a thing, like publicist, um, not like someone trying to s- scam us here. Hopefully not. But um, yeah, because we've sent that EP to probably maybe... 20-ish labels of all of our favorite artists, you know, small and big. You know, we sent it from, like, Sub Pop to, like, I don't even know, um, you know, Tiny Engines or something. Just, like, the whole thing. And, you know, we haven't gotten anything back yet. So we're trying to see if we can get a little bit more write-ups about us, Mm -hmm. about that, because that's – we just released that November 11th, and it's been a little over a month, and – we want, you know, more press about it. So we're trying to work with a publicist on that. Yeah, it's it's hard, you know. It, once you get into all that stuff, it's the as you the game, yeah. if you want to call it. It's you have to start thinking with like a different part of your brain. Yeah. Like it's like is like pure and like natural as you want like the yeah. art to be. Yeah. It's like when you get into that, it's like okay, you got to strip all that away and yeah. think as like a business, like this is a thing that I yeah. am trying to sell right. now. Yeah. Like not necessarily even making money. Like you're trying to sell this to a label. Like yeah. you want them to bite this. So you got to like come up with like a, I don't want to say like you have to like fabricate something, but yeah. especially if you're like a younger band with like not a whole lot of like, re- not like a big resume, you yeah. kind of got to like, like, you know, yeah. be all like, push in there Blow a yourself bit. up and be like we're a big cool band check right. us out please okay yeah. and, and that's then really crawl in the corner yeah that's really hard for me to do she's more of the businessy side of yeah. it i just yeah because well, I, I believe especially since you really hadn't 
you don't have a ton of experience right. of like, you know, yeah. being in bands and dealing with this sort of thing. I don't know if you've done any business sort of work outside of, you know, being a musician with the rest of your life, but I don't know. No, I Music haven't. business is awful. It's the yeah. worst. <laughs> I hate it, but yeah, it's tough. I, you know, I want people, I want as many people on this big dumb rock that we're on to hear yeah. my music. Yeah. So I only have so much of a reach, you know, right, you yeah. gotta, you gotta like connect with people who have a bigger reach than you Yeah, and then just let it spread from there. You know, it exactly. needs to go viral. Exactly. Yeah, we yeah. want to, you know, and like, like with the music and the music community, we want to, like, I, I want to, like, that's why I want to collaborate with like dancers and like, and stuff like that. And, and we also were thinking about trying, trying to figure out a way. One of my clients is like into the film industry and like trying to like go that way around around way, that way into it too. Yeah, like, I feel like our stuff come um, like more cinematic. You know, like with the feel of you know having it on like a TV like a movie show or, or a TV show. Or yeah, something. sure. I feel like it could go that way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could also. There's a lot of room to do a super cool music video yeah. or like have somebody film some sort of visuals for you that yeah. you could use on your projector. So it's not all just kind of like farmed footage that you've mm-hmm. put together from various places, yeah. you know, like actually build your own thing that's yeah. 100% dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. And we've been talking to visual artists, um, Eric, I can't remember his last name. It starts with a P. With a P, yeah. Eric, Eric P. P. What up? <laughs> oh, my. Um, yeah, he was doing some really he's cool amazing. stuff. He's amazing, yeah. And we also, at our practice space, this happened one day. It was really cool. Um, this rapper, um, he heard us playing and he, like, knocked on our door and popped in and was like, yo, I love that beat and everything. And, like, this one song that we actually didn't even have lyrics for. And we couldn't, yeah, we didn't, we couldn't get lyrics or we couldn't really think of a melody. And it was like, this would be really cool. We both said it. It's like, like a, somebody would rap over it. Yeah. It was really weird. To, Where know. do you practice at? In Etna. Okay. And uh, the guy's name, I mean, it, should I say it? I don't, like, we're still conversation with him, but his name is like AP. Truly, truly AP. And he's like, not familiar. One of, one of his um, brothers, or I think he said something about like, uh, Taylor Gang yeah, record. His brother signed to Taylor Gang. And um, I don't know. I would like to, I mean, it was so cool to have him like literally come in and like say that. And we actually have it on because we're recording that song too. And we have him in our recording coming in. And it was so weird because we were just like playing it. We're like, I don't really think there should be words in this. And I was like, what if we get someone else to like sing it? And he literally just like popped in. It was just like so weird. So we want to talk about coincidence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, talk to him about that or just anybody who wants it and feels it, you know. Yeah. So yeah. wrapping up. Yeah. Let's get those uh, two shows that you brought up again out yeah. of the way. That was, they said there was one in January. Uh, yeah. January 26th at Spirit um, with um, I mean, the Antiques and, and the, the Talkies. Yep. I think there might be one more band. There's I'm not one more. I can't sure. Um, there's not an event yet. but And then the next one is, well, we do have one uh, that's in March. Oh, and then February is that. Yeah. Like, the Snowball. Like and Big Chill. Big Chill. <laughs> at, um, James Street Pub. Cool. And that is February 17th. 17th. I think it's St. Patrick's Day. No, that okay. That's in March. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're not allowed to promote shows anymore. Like <laughs> detox. <laughs> yeah, and then we have one March tenth, and where's that that's one? At, I think at Howlers. Howlers, yes, yeah. Um, that's at Howlers, and that's with uh, I think is Bring Her playing that yeah, show. Yeah, Bring Her is playing that show, and then two other bands. Yeah, or maybe one other band. One's a. I have to look at my phone. Okay. So the important date is January 26th at Spirit, um, February 17th at James Street, and then March 10th at Howlers. Awesome. And where can people get this EP? And the um, EP, um, we have it on Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, we have it SoundCloud now. Uh, Spotify, we add yeah, it. Yeah, it's all over. Yeah, all over. iTunes. And we also have physical copies too, yeah. so you can come to one of our shows and pick one up. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and we'll have hopefully shirts soon. We got stickers. Yeah, the stickers are really awesome. Heather did a really amazing job with yeah. those. 
And um, let me see the sticker. I'm gonna look at the sticker. Yeah, the guys, um, Josh Snyder from uh, Revival is the one who helped us with the stickers oh, cool. and printed out the album stuff. And I just, just wanted put to. This on the shirt. I wanted to give yeah. a shout out to Boom. our. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that is a good idea. That's actually, yeah. I want to give a shout out to um, the artist, the local artist that made our EP cover. It's absolutely amazing. Um, his name's Gary Hansler, but yeah, look him up. He just really is an, a very, very talented artist. Um, and we actually have a two by two, two foot by two foot drawing of that. It's actually on wood and yeah, it's hanging up in our house right now. So uh, It's like a painting. With it's some, a painting, yeah. Yeah. Um, he used rice paper. He used all these different yeah. tools. It was he was it was at an event, like um event we played and he was an artist and we just we were he came up to us and we we went we up looking around and he said how much he, he liked our set. We we're like, We're gonna work with you. You know, and it just That's, we've been following and Matt Barry saw us play our first full band show and he said, hey, if you ever want to record, and I was like, I'm just trying to go with the universe, and you know yeah. that's it. You Follow know? the leads because yeah. we were going back and forth with some other people, and it was like, you know what? Matt's known for all these like punk hardcore bands, but he built his studio himself, and I'm all about that. And we did it with uh -huh. him, and it, it's been great. Yeah, yeah, he's a very, very well versed uh, recording when it comes to recording stuff. I think yeah. that you know. Obviously, you know, a lot of harder bands do record with him, but he, yeah. can, he can track anything. Yeah. He has a really good ear. He's he's passionate person. Oh, yeah. And I saw it and I just, like, we, we talk forever when we end up, you know, seeing each other. He's awesome. Yeah, he is great. But, you know, there's a lot to be said, though, whenever you go out and you're playing shows and you meet artists or people who record music and just kind of, you know, the, the, the people are out there. You just need to be willing to talk to people and just put yourself into the environment and be a part of it. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. The more people that do that, the more people that get off their bum bums and yeah. go out to the little events and say like, Hey, how's everything going? I'm so-and-so and I do this. And yeah. maybe somebody will be like, no way. I've been looking for somebody to do that for my thing. Yeah. yeah. It's and crazy. You can all just so you're gonna help makes me the with dream the, work. You're going to help me with the visuals. Then, totally. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> I am all about helping uh, peers and yeah. friends and people that are doing stuff because, you know, I didn't have a ton of help. Yeah. When I was trying to figure things out. Yeah. And I always wish that I would have had somebody to be like, oh, hey, don't waste all that time doing that. Right. This is the easy, you know, this this is what you want. Yeah. So I try to, anytime I can offer that advice to somebody, I'm always like, yes. Do that. Here you go. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Totally. Well, wrap yeah. this up. Did yeah. we get everything? I think we did it. I don't yeah. think I said what I did, but that's okay. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, well, you do IT, but she's also... Yeah, I... Yeah, so I do IT work, um, which is completely, you know, different from any of this. Uh, but I'm trying, well, I'm not trying to get out of it. That's my means for money, but I'm actually getting into energy healing and, and chakra healing and yoga. And that's kind of where I want my life to head. So I just wanted to, to mention that. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I will, I will uh, I'll fancy edit it so it, it plops in where it belongs. Back okay. There, and then we'll, maybe, yeah. or maybe I won't. Oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. I guess, yeah. yeah. No, I yeah, whatever. Oh, sorry, it's whatever so weird. <laughs> you don't even have no, to add it in. No, I'm actually no, I'm glad you said that because like, we kind of we went yeah. off into another sorry, planet. Yeah, no, like, I just like knowing what people do yeah, outside of, you know, music. And yeah. Yeah. But well, the IT stuff is not what I went to school for. I went to school for math and um, yeah, it's not. You went to school for math? I went to school for math and statistics. Numbers. Yeah. Yes. I love numbers. I love <sighs> Oh my gosh! I just I love, I love numbers. I love numbers. I see numbers everywhere too. It's like almost like a spiritual message for me. You should figure um, out his life path. I, yeah, I'll figure out your life path after this too. Yeah, so. That would be great. <laughs> She's a eleven. I'm a nine. Yeah. If anybody Steve's knows what three, life three. path. Yeah. And what's what's Glenn? Um, I can't remember what Glenn is. Okay. It might well, be a seven. Ooh, that's I, oh no, he's an eleven too. I think. Really? Yeah. Wow. And we'll explain that to you afterwards. Yeah. All right. Uh, now explain projectors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So we're wrapping this up. Thank you two for both coming Thank over. You. And we are done. And that is all, folks. 
Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Carolyn and Heather are both awesome. Their band is great. I really, really, really urge you to go check it out. If you are not familiar with them, go to a show. They mentioned those dates. Check them out. Get involved in the scene. As always, I'll be back again soon. Probably not next week, but soon. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2016. Oh, this is it's the last time I'm going to say that. This is the last episode of the year. Huh. Okay. Well, 2016. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening. See you next year.